0: My name is Krista, and you are listening to the Global Awareness Podcast. Today, we will be discussing a very important and alarming example of inequality that is not covered nearly enough in the media. Though awareness is growing, it should become common knowledge. The issue I'm referring to is the persecution of the Uyghur people in Xinjiang, China. One million of these people have been forced into re-education camps, and several thousand more have been taken from their homes and forced to work in factories. Right now in China, there is slavery and brainwashing facilities, and this affects us too. You may be buying products from companies that employ these forced laborers. Xinjiang is an autonomous region located in the western side of China. It has its own government structure, but is still under Chinese government rule, and is home to many religious and ethnic minorities, one of them being the Muslim Uyghurs. And in recent years, particularly under the new president Xi Jinping, China has embarked on a nationalist campaign that emphasizes compliance and devotion to the Communist Party. It means that the party sees religious and cultural practices and different languages as a threat. Right now, Xinjiang looks like something out of a dystopian novel. There are stations everywhere that require facial recognition to pass through, regular phone checks from authorities, and cameras constantly surveilling the region. Police track and log personal information about citizens into an app that includes things like people's political views or even the use of birth control. The origins of the the camps can be traced to a couple years ago. China had previously denied their existence, but after a leak of official government documents exposed the truth. Chinese propagandists have since claimed the camps are only educational and their voluntary training facilities. The criteria for being arrested is still quite unclear. In many cases, police are giving arresting quotas and using an algorithm via an app that they all have that can detect violators and show their locations. Police then go and investigate and or arrest many of these people. And you can be arrested for many ordinary things like praying in public, not watching state TV, expressing interest in travel, eating certain foods, even growing a beard, and the list goes on. All of these violations fall under this loose category of extremism. Authorities have even sent women to camps for refusing to abort their babies and have been forcibly given birth control. And the birth rate has since declined by 84%. The effects of these camps are staggering. Entire streets of people have disappeared at a time and as many as 15,000 people were arrested in a week. What is it like inside the camps? Well, the camps resemble prisons with barbed wire fences and watchtowers. Prisoners are under constant surveillance and every aspect of their day is controlled, even the position they sleep in at night and when they can go to the bathroom. The goal is to remove the Muslim and the Uyghur culture and replace it with enthusiasm for the party and the Chinese government. So they receive lessons in Mandarin and learn the communist national anthem and Chinese history. They use a point system to measure the progress and ideological training and discipline. People must show enthusiasm for their lessons and repent for their past actions. If they fail to meet these requirements, they can be relocated ro- to worse camps, tortured, put in solitary confinement, or others. Some cases have indicated rape, murder, organ harvesting, and forced sterilization happening in these camps. Prisoners do not know how long they will be there or if they'll see their families again. They can only leave the camp after four communist party members confirm their transformation is complete. And even after they leave, they'll still be under heavy surveillance. At the same time, many minorities have been forced to work in Chinese factories while undergoing this ideological training. 27 of such factories have been identified so far and they're scattered all throughout China. And many of these factories create products For 83 major international companies, such as Amazon, Google, and H&M, just to name a few, an extended list can be found using the link in the description. The Chinese government uses threats and fences at these factories to keep workers from leaving. At the same time, they're subject to poor conditions and long working hours, and there's reason to believe that they are all unpaid. Human rights violations, though, are not new in China. They've been an issue but now they are specifically targeted at a group in Xinjiang. However, um, the government is a one-party system, the Communist Party, which means that all decisions are made by a select few individuals and are implemented through the chain of command. It does not allow for free speech and criticism of the government. Therefore the media is also controlled and is used as a tool to create fear of these ethnic minority groups and presents them as threats to the population. As a result, the party faces little political opposition or opposition from citizens. And at the global level, international uh, corporations contribute to these atrocities by working with these slave labor factories, rather than shaming them. At the same time, Us as consumers who look for the cheapest product as as possible are part of the problem. Businesses are only able to make products so cheaply from getting labour from low-wage sources. And fast fashion companies are often some of the worst culprits. Luckily, there are some organizations spreading awareness and trying to put a stop to these atrocities. The Australian Strategic Policy, the International Consultorium of Investigative Journalists, And the Uyghur Human Rights Project are helping conduct research and spread awareness about the genocide. But so far, not much has been done on a global scale to formally address the genocide. But certain organizations are trying to collect evidence in the hopes of opening a case against China in their national criminal court. In the U.S., two senators, Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio, are trying to pass the Uyghur Forced Labor Labor Prevention Act, which will ban any goods from entering the U.S. that have been produced with forced labor. What can you do to help? Well, start by telling people what you've learned on this past podcast. Share it if you want. The issues should be common knowledge, and people need to know where their merchandise is coming from. I know it can be difficult, but I would advise you to reduce the amount of items you purchase from unethical sources. To make this easier, I put a link in the description with information about the companies involved with the Uyghur labor, and an app called Good on You, which companies use ethical, which tells you which companies use ethical sources for clothing and which do not. Thank you for listening.